0: Hello, everybody, uh, and welcome to the Metapod, the Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. I never say that. Uh, (laughs) That's not something that I usually, Jake usually covers that part, so this was a a weird one for me. But today, as all of you can see, we are not joined by Jake. We are instead joined by Zach, Zach Lesage, uh, Pokemon player, creator extraordinaire. Uh, Zach, I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: How's it going, peeps? How's it going, Sean? Uh, it's it's one of those things where I'm super happy to be here. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess I'll give everyone a bit of a Zach Asajj in a nutshell. I've uh, been playing the game since 2005. Uh, that's when I got my first Worlds Invites. And um, since 2017-ish, so for the past five or so years, I've played Pokemon and done Pokemon content creation as my full-time job. Um, in some capacity, that is. It's one of those things where over the past year or so, I really pushed for my own YouTube um, and kind of um, the pandemic made things easier and more difficult in a lot of ways, but um, yeah, we're we're almost pushing 10 K subs on YouTube now. So I'm pretty hyped about that. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was able to win the player's cup too. That was kind of cool too. So really hoping for some uh, competitive Pokemon coming back we'll maybe yeah. see all that comes out for the team challenge three i'm deciding if i want to play in the team challenge three or not but we can dive into that another day uh um, <laughs> that being said i'm really happy to be here and uh yeah i think we have a lot of great topics to discuss
0: yeah yeah we're happy to have you uh and yeah i think we talked about it briefly like our last episode was the brilliant stars like set review if you will um i don't think we technically have the full official set list but like it's mostly like Starbirth and VMAX Climax stuff. So we we looked at mostly the Starbirth uh, cards because those are the ones that are going to be the most impactful. Um, But yeah, today we wanted to bring Zach on because, you know, as a longtime Pokemon player uh, at a very high competitive level and, you know, deck builder, content creator, wanted to get your perspective on what the new set means from like actually like constructing decks. Like what, you know, how will Brilliant Stars change the the meta? You know, what decks are going to be uplifted? What decks might be pushed out? All that good stuff. Um, and before we started recording, we even chatted, like, you know, uh, spoiler, we both feel like Brilliant Stars could be a shining light, <laughs> hopefully. So, yeah. Um, so I guess just to just to jump into it, so what I'm going to do is I'm not going to have any cards on screen for those of you who are watching this on uh the YouTubes. Uh I will describe what the cards do when we bring them up, but I'm not gonna switch over to a separate screen for that. But um I wanted to quickly mention one little news story that came out is that we will be getting V Star markers in the packs, which is nice because like, you know, Zach, you remember the GX markers. Like you would have to like yeah. buy an ETB to technically or, get or like
1: them. one of the like expensive tins or something like that. Yeah. And I mean I I could totally imagine being, like, 10 years old and being like, Mom, all my friends have GX markers. I don't. She's like, we have GX markers at home. And uh, brings out, like, a piece of bread or something. I I honestly don't know. Like, it's one of those things where, um, without going too much into it, I I think I'm for it. We'll we'll see after I open probably too many uh, Brilliant Stars packs. And uh, I'm like, oh, I can't even sell these as bulk. What? (laughs) Yeah. And it
0: will just, it will literally be, like, code cards that have no code card, no codes on it. So you're just kind of like, what is this little piece of paper? I have a thousand of them now.
1: I I mean, I don't know about you, but I have like bricks of energies that I just like have like all around here. And I'm like, I'm sure I'll get rid of them one day. And I mean, I build enough proxy decks and write on energies all the time where I'm just like, you want to know what? I think a V-Star marker sounds cool. Thinking about it like more realistically, like in in a world where leagues are more flourishing with players and stuff like that. Uh you could be like, oh, I forgot my V Star. You can go support your local game store and buy a pack and uh hopefully pull a V Star marker. Or maybe someone always has one in their binder, mm-hmm. or they're more accessible for tournament organizers when it comes to regionals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think um there's a lot of cool things. I don't know if you ever saw those Japanese GX marker sleeves um oh. they have them where it's like it said gx marker on the sleeves and most player would have their favorite pokemon on one side have it on the other side but i mean oh, they've yeah. always um in japan they've always had this idea of like them being card size so i think this might be um taking it to that next level
0: interesting no i haven't seen that and i mean it will All be yeah yeah awesome. it will be interesting to see i think if it is just like a straight up thing that says v star on it or what I would really actually like for them to do, we have no idea. I don't know if they'll do this, but I would actually love for them to have commissioned artists for each set to have like four different V-Star markers that use like different artwork or characters or whatever. And so like, it's unique. Like, so you can bring an Arceus themed V-Star marker, you know, or a shame. Like that could be cool. Like I think about like magic. The gathering has a lot of like interesting proxies and tokens and all of that stuff. And, uh, Oh, yeah, Zach is showing me the uh, GX. Yeah, they're just sleeves that say GX on the back, so you could just... I mean, I that's
1: kind of cool, and then you put your Pokemon on the other yeah. side, so maybe we'll see something. Like, I like your idea of... Like, I think that sounds really cool, and maybe they will be uh, Arceus V-Star themed or something like we see with the playmats or something yeah. like that. That'd be really cool, and I'm sure it wouldn't be ridiculous for them to print, but um, I, I don't know. I'm sure we'll probably get some misprint or some PSA 10 uh, <laughs> V-Star marker. yes. And, all the collectors go crazy they're like a new v-star like what the heck i don't know uh mm-hmm. it's one of those things where i read through the i read through the pokemon center like review and i was like okay cool you want to know what uh, it's they're changing it up i think we're open for change
0: yeah yeah so i i think it'll be interesting to see i like the idea of a charizard v-star marker psa 10 going for 500 or some nonsense that's, that's... We'll see. We'll see. That That's when you know that they've really jumped the shark in the uh, PSA world. Um, yeah. So I guess we can just get into it. So, Zach, um, before we get into individual decks, I know that there has been a lot of discussion about, like, how good of a set Fusion Strike actually ended up being Um and that's not a judgment that's just like the general like is it good or is it is it not and then like sort of comparing that to to brilliant stars um how would you say that broadly speaking competitive players in the community um are viewing these two sets and how do you view these two
1: well i mean i think uh a tough one because i think fusion strike actually brought on uh, a lot of competitiveness in the game. Um we have Mew Vmax which is a lot of players have uh, marked as a tier 0 deck, more than tier 1 or anything else like that. Um i think Mew is really approached best deck in format status and Mew Vmax might be one of the best decks of all time. Mm-hmm. I I often bring it up cuz i do my weekly top 10 videos and i'm like, name a deck that can accelerate energies has free retreat can copy all these different attacks, has its own busted drawing, engine, like Genesect drawing 20 cards a turn is gross, um, can regenerate those energies back, can heal itself, putting it itself back in the deck. And there's so many other things, like gusting up your opponent's Pokemon, searching anything out of your deck on a coin flip, um, turn one knockouts with Meloetta for 210 plus. Um, and I mean, we don't have anything else in the format that's like Electro Electropower. Um, so having Power Tablets being able to accelerate that damage output is crazy. So Mew is largely the most competitive deck we've seen since Cosmic Eclipse 80 PGX, kind of. I, I'd say that something like that is very comparable Um Beyond that, like the, the next step down is like we've had Gengar VMAX. I'm a personal Gengar VMAX lover, <laughs> but it, it's one of those things where I'm I'm one of the few. And I've definitely had to, uh, I, I've been uh, met with pitchforks when I throw out that thing. I mean, I still want a few Gengar tournaments, not the biggest ones, but they've yeah. been in the 30 to 50 player range. Um, but beyond that, I mean, there's really not much else from the set that's been like crazy good. Um, it's more or less like Mew, Mew was brought to us the set is filled with a bunch of filler uh, Vs and stuff like that. And it wasn't, it, w- it was weird, right? Like I think yeah. even if I go to my local game store, do I really want to buy a box and pull a Greninja V or yeah. yeah. Um Brilliant yeah. Stars on the other hand um, seems a little bit more refreshing. There's a lot of um, concepts that players who have played over the past five years would be excited to know that are coming back. So double turbo energy is almost spiritual reprint of double colorless seems very uh, format appropriate. Um, I think uh, for myself, I've largely been known as the guy that plays fire type Pokemon at events. Mm -hmm. So having things like Magma Basin to accelerate energies and uh, Kindler and stuff like that, those are really welcome to the game. I think Arceus V-Star breathes life into a lot of dead decks. Um, Talking about a card that might be able to compete with Mew V-Max seems really interesting. Um, And then we have choice band reprint as choice belt. And there, there's so many things that I could just go on and on. So I think Brilliant Stars, while the set is, um, how, how do I put it? it? It doesn't have that gigantic oomph like yeah. Max. It It's spread more evenly throughout the sets. So it's kind of like a deck builder's paradise compared to if you skipped Pokemon for three months, you could pick up Mew VMAX and be back on track. I think Brilliant Stars is really gonna be the set that's gonna have us picking our brains for the next year plus, and it seems really like um, very much like a sword and shield base set. Where at first glance we didn't even understand how good the set was, and then you look back in a whole other year when the rotation happens, and you're like, "Man, the barrels cool. Man, this new Minchino's bussin." Like, I don't, it, there's so yeah. many cool little things that get added into the decks. Um, so if I were to compare the two, I don't even know if they're comparable. I might have to give it to Fusion Strike though. I don't know if there's anything that might be able to match MU Max. It's, it's a bit of yeah. a hot take, but I've, I've covered um, the two upcoming variants of MU Max where it's like, yeah, you get double turbo energy to attack for one attachment, or you might just be like, I'm going to forego all basic energies and just attack with double turbo energy and be able to <laughs> find them. So, I mean, I think that MU Max like still just like, there's nothing that keeps it in check. And even no matter how hard we try, like I bring it up every single week. I'm like, every other deck tries to counter Mew VMAX right now in our Fusion Strike format. And Mew VMAX is still the number one performing deck regardless. Um, I don't know how much that changes, although I am super excited about Arceus V-Star.
0: Yeah. No, I think I think you're right on the money that like Fusion Strike just felt like we, we have one deck that is just absolutely insane and it's it's nicely packaged it's the set is, the, the deck is the set, right? Oh and yeah. If, if the deck had, had been bad, right? Like I'm thinking about Rayquaza VMAX is like a deck that yep. everybody was like, oh, this deck should be good maybe. And then all it just fell flat. Nobody went, if new VMAX had done that, I think the entire set would be a write-off for Pokemon, but obviously that, that didn't happen. But Brilliant Stars, I think to your point, as a, as a more long-term competitive player, um, you look at that set and you're like, there's just so much value all the levels right like the trainers oh, yeah. the trainers are not sort of generically they're, they're not um it's not and sparkles yeah.
1: right yeah yeah like and Sparkles. like you look at it because i was looking through brilliant stars and i'm like oh what cool fusion strike pokemon nothing <laughs> yeah I, I mean i don't want to say nothing because we don't know the full set and i, I know that there's a looming ice cube that uh-huh. i don't know how we're ever gonna get but um <laughs> it's one of those things where i'm like I wonder what cool cards we could get, kind of like Mewtwo, Mew GX, and I like adding to like my little army of Pokemon that I can copy. Nothing. Mew VMAX is Mew VMAX and Genesect and Meloetta is where it's at apparently. So yeah. I, I feel you there where it's like Acerola opens up a world for colorless type Pokemon. Yeah. Um, is it Acerola? No, it's Acerol. character. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's basically Acer- Acerola for colorless. There's also an Acerola, I think, in the set, right? There, There's a I, different. Let me check real quick. I don't it's know. hard because like the set's like... I, I look at the set list and Pokebeach Beach says that it's going to be um, Star Deck 100 cards, or will we assume some of the Star Deck 100 mm-hmm. cards that aren't direct reprints, and maybe some that are direct reprints? Then it's going to be the Starbirth sets, mm-hmm. and then I, I think some cards from V Max Climax. But I'm also not sure about what. Like, <laughs> it's still really confusing. And the sets coming out in uh, three weeks. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. tough.
0: I yeah, I, I'm with you. It's it's been a little weird. The last few sets have been like because of the start deck 100 and all the different specialty sets in the last year. Like each new American, like each new Western, I should say, like uh, main set, just kind of feels like a, a strange hodgepodge.
1: Yeah, and it's like okay, I, I kind of really think... wish we could switch over to Japan structure of. Uh... Uh... Yeah, it would be so much nicer, especially on a monthly basis, because I feel like right now I'm, I'm already a month out covering out Brilliant Stars format stuff, <laughs> because the Fusion Strike format has largely been solved. Yeah.
0: Um the answer. Uh, Mew VMAX, yeah. and if not Mew VMAX, <laughs> um, maybe Duraludon VMAX, or Jolteon or... Or
1: anything that counters yeah, Mew VMAX. Yeah. <laughs> <and you laughs> or or Stabilize. You hope you be right. okay against the field, so... Exactly. Um, Alright, well,
0: I guess we can get into then, like, you know, Jake and I have talked a little bit about some of the individual cards and whether or not we think they're cool, but are there any net new decks that you are really excited about for, um, for brilliant stars?
1: Yeah. Um, I think that there's a lot of, uh, it's a combination of decks that are new or decks that are like returning Mm. or that it got kind of, um, clipped due to rotation mm-hmm. right so uh personally i think mad party uh coming back is really exciting i think uh seeing uh Togekiss uh coming out mm-hmm. uh really out of its shell for the first time with double turbo energy like these are things where i'm like oh these decks that were always like fringe or like were really bad because we got stuff that stuff coming coming back i guess is really the way that i look at it uh, even like Senna squirt might be good again and mm-hmm. i know a lot of people really like that deck um So it brings back a bunch of old decks. Now, when it comes to new decks, um, I think Arceus variants is really where the set is at. Um, There's really like, the more and more that I look at it, there's less and less of the sets. And it's more like Arceus can fit into every deck. I don't know if you looked at any of the early Japanese lists.
0: I haven't, no. So yeah, I guess let's get into Arceus because that's like the, I mean, it's the poster child, if you will, uh, of the set. and I know a lot of people are like, so for those of you who are listening and haven't listened to the other podcast, quick update on what RCS V-Star is. It's the new evolution mechanic. 280 HP. It's an evolution from RCS V. Um, for three colorless, you do 200 damage and you can search your deck for three basic energies and attach them to your Pokemon V in any way you like. So a spiritual successor to RCS Dialga Palkia Tag Team, kind of. Yeah. Um, and then the V-Star ability, which you can only use once per game. Just lets you search your deck for two cards. I mean, that's pretty insane.
1: Um, And that that ability is like absolutely (laughs) cracked. Like just to put a little bit, because a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, well I'm gonna use it to get bosses' orders and this Mm -hmm. for game." I'm like. I, I've done a little bit of tabletop gameplay with the Shuffle Squad, and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, how many, you know, how many times, like I just dead draw turn two, and I'm like, oh, cool, I could evolve, and then I'm going to use Starbirth and be like, oh, I don't lose this game. Like yeah. that's a big thing that a lot of people don't realize is like you lose a lot of games just by. Not setting up. You're the salmon that got ripped by the bear swimming <laughs> up the stream. And I mean, Arceus is like, nah, homie. I'm gonna give you another chance at life here. Just choose the <laughs> choose the professor's research. Uh, choose the choose the Crowbat V from your deck. So I think um there's a lot of utilities there, and I think that card's really good. Also, to anyone else who's listening, the Arceus V has an attack for two colorless energies. I mm-hmm. mean, um, that's really what starts a lot of decks off. So for a double turbo energy attachment, so double turbo allows you to uh, attach to any of your Pokemon. You do minus 20. You could rip it on there, and it it has the same attack, except it does zero damage. So for the single double turbo energy attachment, you get to search up to three basic energies, attach them to your Pokemon V, however you like, and that can really get your deck kick-started. My first build of the deck is um, inspired by my homie PJ's uh, dark build on it. So I really like the Umbreon V Max, um, the Hoopa V... Mm. So you have access to a dark fighting, or sorry, a um, dark psychic Pokemon to counter those fighting Pokemon. I like those kind of aspects when it comes to the Arceus V-Star, but um, my Charizard V-Star deck has Arceus V-Star in it. My Rai- my Raichu deck, uh, I need to add Arceus in there. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because you need the energy acceleration in this format, I think Muse almost made it to that point where Arceus is going to be needed in almost every single deck.
0: Yeah, and that's a good point. Like Arceus, Arceus V, not even the V-Star, right? Just the the double colorless attachment, you know, turbo out three basic energies, to, And and I think that's one of the things that dark decks have sometimes struggled with for a long time. You know, even when Weavile GX was in the format which allowed you to attach basic dark for free, um, that still wasn't enough. And, you know, now that you have a Pokemon like Mew VMAX, which is weak to dark, and you're like, I... Dark yeah. should be good, but it still has some energy acceleration issues. Yeah, this might be it the. a lot of issues for yeah. a lot of
1: decks and allows, like, you got to think about how many decks that just can't compete with me right now might be able to toss that in for a double turbo energy. If they are able to do that, we'll have to figure out which decks work and not. I think that's hmm. really where. Um, where does Arceus work? Where does it not work is really the big question. So even like in my early Sun Scorch build, I'm like, you want to what? Maybe putting double turbo energy in this deck or magma basin energy switch something like we still got to find other ways to make it work because we have a lot of ways to get it off the ground early enough and having access to search your deck for anything you want because that those two cards that you search for could be cross switcher early on they could be they could be anything right like i don't want to go through a whole list of things but there's so many um powerful cards like look at any world championship finals and the casters like whoa they ripped the guzma off the top of their deck wow you could just search for it, Vance. Yeah. Like that's the way that I'm looking at it. It's just like, I don't want to be top deck mode. I want to be, I search for this. I plan this five turns in advance kind of mode. I'm yeah. playing chess if the rest of y'all want to play like Uno <laughs> or some stuff, right? Like I yeah. think Arc is allows you to do that. So it it might if if decks are more stable, the game becomes more skill-based. Yeah. I think it brings a lot of skill.
0: Yeah, no, and it's a good point. And and it's also because it's only a two prizer on top of a two-prizer. Um, that's
1: huge like yeah. these cards are two prize cards yeah
0: and, and so that i think will definitely probably be a, a long-term boon to the game because i think the three prize you know format we've been in now since 2019 um it, i think a lot of long-time players have kind of feel like this is maybe a bit much can we can we reel it back and make it not a three-turn game
1: it's gross, right? Like, yeah. I was literally in the YouTube comment section. They're like, Zach, has weakness ever been this bad before? Or is it just due to three prize cards? And I'm like, wow, I've never thought of it like that. Mm. That's really bad. Yeah. Like, there's so many times your Rom deck just hit a fighting type deck, and you're like, what the heck? You're like, <laughs> I- I'm just out of this game. Uh, So, I don't know. It's, it's interesting.
0: Um Okay, so, obviously, Ar- Arceus V and V-Star are kind of the the ultimate toolbox. It, it may very well be that Arceus V in some ways becomes a Zoroark GX like card. Yes, I very much
1: think that that's a that's a great comparison. Yeah. Uh
0: and for those again, uh newer Pokemon players who don't know, Zoroark uh had an ability that lets you draw cards and you could stack those abilities, which is gross.
1: Kind of like a stacked Manchino. Yeah. And or from the set Leopard.
0: Yeah. Leopard's
1: yeah. a spiritual reprints. And then blood draw two. Good. <laughs>
0: And then, like the perfect thing about Zoroark is, it had an attack that wasn't, you know, out outrageously powerful, but it was powerful enough, and it basically could pair with almost anything that you wanted I to build it odd,
1: around. The yeah. Control—like there was Zoro kind of checkmate. There was all these different kind of takes on it, and I think, um, Ar- yeah, Arcus—that's that's a really s- smart comparison i am gonna steal that one for myself absolutely go, go for it
0: steal 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 <laughs> away um in terms of other like net new you mentioned i think everybody out there is gonna wonder am i gonna need to refinance my mortgage to get uh, a playset set of charizard v stars so <laughs> from from your play testing thus far do you think there is a viable charizard v star that exists in the uh, world in the meta it's good
1: it's good but it's not like i think it, so i had the same discussion for myself when darkness of blaze came out and we had the charizard mm-hmm. v- and that's back when we had welder and we had all these other yeah. things and i was like dang i could actually see this card being good and the sad part is like the card's good in that deck too like my charizard v star deck has charizard v max in it um, so for anyone who wants to bling their deck out, you could be real poor, real quick. Um, in all seriousness, I don't feel like it's as good as other variants. That's for my very early testing and I do want to put that out there. I'm going to save myself uh, some embarrassment later if this card wins worlds, if we ever get to that point. Um, but it is one of those things where it is competitive. I think if you are a Charizard fan that you can play this deck, I think that this deck has the ability to win some events. But, like, right now, we have a lack of in real life events. Mm-hmm. The card's literally going to be pennies to the dime to pick up on PTCGO when it comes to codes. Um, so, I think what I'd recommend to anyone doing is build a deck proxy version right now or build it on PTCGO, PTCG Live, whichever, whatever, how that's going to come out. Um, test the deck, see if you like it. I think mm-hmm. it's cool. I don't think it's the coolest deck I've seen. There's a lot of other decks that I'd rather uh, focus my expertise on. Mm-hmm. I think Sena Scorch VMAX might be a better deck if you play with the Arceus style. Um, I think that NTV V with Ludicolo might be a better deck. Like I think mm-hmm. it's one of those things where I'm not sure. Um, although I think, have Arceus been pretty expensive in the past too? I'm low-key worried about that card just being like playable, legendary. I'm sure there's probably some new hype with the new legends of arceus game coming out mm-hmm. um there's a whole bunch of factors there that really scare me
0: yeah i mean i think the benefit of arceus is unlike Zoroark. arc it, you know going back to that comparison with Zoro, you typically i think wanted to play a full four because yeah. the more trades the ability that you draw more cards the more of those you could get online the, the better you are because you have card advantage but because arceus V Star doesn't quite have the same thing. Maybe a two-two line is well. Why probably...
1: play the four of the V's? Well, just so you can get that that first attack starter. off.
0: Yeah, fair. You might. Yeah, play because four. it's
1: just like the ideal starter where you're just like the same way in other formats mm-hmm. where you play Jirachi or something. You're like yeah. turn one. If I attach double turbo energy and rip five energy attachments on my first turn, so two from the double turbo,
0: mm-hmm.
1: three from the attack. That's a pretty like big like foot in the door in a lot of games. So and then. There are some decks that run like just a two-two line that they're like, you want to know what? We can use it. We don't need to necessarily mm-hmm. use it. There's a lot of. It's interesting. I think yeah. we're gonna see everything in, in between. Um, it might even be something similar to where when we saw Tord playing four Tapu Lele GX at some point, where it's like we might see the full four-four mm. um, going throughout the like <laughs> towards the end of it. Like I just updated my buy list and I was like, I thought I only needed three. I could totally see myself needing four.
0: I think, yeah, because you have so many decks that are probably going to use it, if you want to have multiple decks built, it will, I think, become a very expensive part of a collection, a player's collection, because if you want to have three or four decks built at the same time, it may be that each deck needs...
1: Fingers crossed we got this one Mm -hmm. promo version or, like, some kind of uh, (laughs) stuff thing. But uh, if if you want to ball out, those gold ones look really cool, too. (laughs) They do.
0: They They look nice. Um, So... I guess okay Charizard V V star in terms of all of the other ones um e- do either of the other V stars seem particularly interesting to you or are what they are kind the other of
1: like it, so I, I said Wimzicaf. Charizard's good Arceus is like very very good like yeah. must have Charizard's like if your wallet's good for it you're okay but if if not like you can have chill out on it for yeah. a bit um, you can
0: have some fun I think with
1: Wimzicaf, it like Cool, but I think Whimsicott seems pretty lackluster overall. Um, mm-hmm. it, it is a card that might be able to grow with age, but right now, the only thing that I can see powering it up right is uh Shadow Rider Calyrex yeah. VMAX, which has largely become like a tier 2.5 3 deck since Mew VMAX. Um, when you're weak to dark and you're and your main like whimsicott's not weak to dark i don't want anyone to be like lol zach you were wrong like i know it's weak to metal guys (laughs) i I literally play pokemon for a living thank you i definitely made a few mistakes but i just want to throw that out there um whimsicott is being played in a deck that is predominantly weak to dark Mm. and uv max definitely has some goon counters out there that are trying to rob it blinds so if you're only as good as your engine, Whimsicott to me seems like it's probably going to crash and burn. Yeah. Could be cool, and it might breathe some life into an older deck. Like it's really not bad. I just don't think it does anything. Um, it kind of has the is it Chaos Wheel kind of thing from Gyratina EX, where it blocks um, what is it special energies and is that what it is? I, I just want to make sure that uh, I'm...
0: if the defending Pokemon is basic, it can't attack during your opponent's next turn. Is the Whimsicott V? Okay, the um, Windsor Cop
1: yeah, I thought it was pretty irrelevant for the Windsor Cop Max. I think uh, it's psychic like colorless, colorless does 160.
0: Yes, and no Pokemon okay. tools or special energy from the hand.
1: Okay, it's special uh, special energy and tool, not stadiums. Either way, um I mean it's, it's, not it's nothing ish. Yeah. In some ways, though, there's a lot of like, you got to understand that in the same way that we're talking about Arceus, I do want to throw out there that Arceus attaches basic energies, like double turbo mm-hmm. energies at the start of the game, it's attaching basic energies. So in any format, like you can see like Duraludon's probably like from this past Fusion Strike format, um, even though it didn't come out in Fusion Strike, it came out in Evolving Skies, but yeah. it, it's only been relevant yeah. in the past a little bit. Um, with all these basic energies coming out, it's... It's probably not a good card to continue on with. It's cool. It's not bad. But just because double turbo energy comes out doesn't mean that the format doesn't kind of mold around other things. So just throwing that out there, that special energies might be less important when you get the Whimsicott attacking. And the snipe mm-hmm. attack's cool, but it's like, as a V-Star ability, attack?
0: Yeah, I, I it's, it's, it, it's yeah. I, I agree. It's like a once per game attack, 60 for each energy attached to this Pokemon. I personally wish it would have been 60 for each energy attached to all of your Pokemon. Once That'd be game. crazy,
1: right? And I think we'd be looking at this card really differently. And yeah. I'd be like, once during your game, you could beam something off off the face of the planet. And if yeah. your opponent has Mana Fee, it's balanced, right? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, there's definitely been way worse. Like, Mew VMAX turn one with Meloetta swinging for 240. That could be a V-Star ability, and I'd still play it. Yeah. Um, what's the the other one that we have Shaming. coming out? shaman shaman to me is the only one where i talk to all my homies we tried to make decks around everything because as a content creator i want to like if you open up a box of brilliant stars i want you to be able to go to my channel mm-hmm. no matter what level of competitive player you are and be like you want to what zach covered this deck i think i could build this deck or at least play with my friends and i have an understanding of what a core for a shaman deck would look like i cannot find many redeemable qualities for that card yeah. right now I think it just doesn't seem good um at all like it was like okay but it just sounds it, it seems like kind of a worse baby Galarian Maltress in a lot of ways mm. because you have to evolve and there there's so many like barriers to entry so like if the right deck can play it I think it's cool but I was like what deck's gonna play it Leafeon VMAX maybe that's already again tier 2 tier 3 status yeah. so I think um whimsicott and shaman definitely got uh the short end of the stick
0: yeah i i, agree. I think grass type pokemon in general like i <clears throat> you had leafeon has done has put in a little bit of work in a in specific metas but broadly yeah. speaking grass type pokemon have just for the whole time i've been playing never been particularly relevant and the fact that the Beastar star ability it heals such a small amount of damage given how hard things are hitting that like all you're really doing is if you're a spread type archetype right? If that's what your opponent is, you're basically saying, Hey, once per game, I'm going to reset the clock on you.
1: But like in the future, like that's, that's a fair point. Like if you, (laughs) if if spread is bigger or gets better, I think it's really cool. Right? Like, I think I like abilities like this. It's better than having an attack that does 50. Like if there's like a floats, like, I don't know, whatever, a Pokemon in the set that does like 50 and then a hundred, and then there's no flavor text, no nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, I'd rather have the Shaman V-Star in there as filler than another Greninja V, another Tyranitar V. Yeah. I don't know. It seems pretty not great. Um, also if anyone out there is also wondering, we're getting the Leafyon V-Star promo and the Glaceon V-Star promo, um, like literally in the next week or so, maybe a week or two from here. Um, Leafeon V-Star has a boss like V-Star ability, uh, that you could bring up one of your Pokemon that might breathe some life in the Leafeon V-Max, um, decks uh glaceon very much seems like it's uh should not be seeing too much play it seems okay a lot of people have been like oh have you thought of it and i'm like like it's great um <laughs> i we don't need to dive too much more into there but i do want to say that there are like two other v star pokemon floating and that's how we're getting them promo wise if anyone's listening about that or wondering ah, yes.
0: About that. yes it's not i mean yeah it's not on the list because it's not in brilliant stars it is a promo uh interesting uh outside of all that um I think for me, like when I looked at it in terms of like archetypes, like full decks, uh, Raichu sure. right V did seem interesting. Um, I like it. Yeah. When Jake and I talked about this, it felt, and we said, like, it feels like Bolcephalon GX in a modern era. And I know, Zach, you, yeah, yeah. you were Bolcephalon. I like
1: some Bolcephalon. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what do I you think? I think it's cool. Yeah. Like, I, I built a build without Arceus, and then afterwards, I'm like, I should just be playing Arceus with this. Mm hmm. Arceus brings the energies into play, Raichu finds a way to dispose of those energies, so I can either be hitting for the consistent um, 200 or, I guess, 180 with um, the double turbo energy yeah. negative damage, so I can be two-shotting most V-Maxes or two-shotting most V-Stars, and then if I want to have a Raichu board filled up that I have a few Raichus powered up, um, I already powered them up with uh, Arceus V-Star, and I have the ability to search my deck for whatever cards I want, so I can now on that last turn of the game, I could search for boss and a choice band or, or a choice belt or whatever. It, it, mm-hmm. it seems like, again, like, that's, that's a card that I think is cool with Arceus. And I think it's, it's just probably gonna be Arceus lightning type.
0: Yeah, the way
1: that I thought about it, I was driving around the other day, and I was like, I think it's kind of cool that like Arceus in the video games has all these uh, plate attachments to anyone who listens into that lore. And it almost feels the same in Pokemon for the first time ever, because we've had a few Arceus. We've literally had a set called Arceus before. Um, <laughs> th- this is a set that um, I think Arceus is going to have a dark type build with like Umbreon or Galarian Maltras. I think it's going to have a lightning type build um, with Raichu and maybe a Raikou and Flaffy. I think there's the Charizard build where it's fire type. I think there's a lot of just random builds for that deck. And I like... I I looked at these Japanese uh, things. My buddy PJ from the Shuffle Squad shot me a message and he's like, did you see the results from these Japanese events? Because they still have a lot of like tiny store events and stuff like that and doing in real life. And Arceus was like in every single deck, like a sea of like every list had a minimum 2-2. But it doesn't feel bad. It's kind of like when we had ADP GX and Cosmic Eclipse, a lot of players were like, wow, this card's really cool. And then we didn't realize how D-Gen it got. uh, Because it got like, ADP GX turn one was gross, and then you're pretty much out of the game two turns later. Mm-hmm. Um very similar to MV Max, but that's another story. Um, it is one of those things where there was a lot of cool decks too that people forget to remember, where it's like we had ADP p Lord and ADP um people were just trying all these yeah. cool things to like make some single prize card decks better. I think Arceus makes a lot of these like mid-tier um or like almost very playable V Pokemon playable. So like my Raichu deck, I, I look at my early list again and I mean, like a lot of early content, I look back and I'm like, you wanna know what? That list could have been a little bit better. This could have been bad. And I, I use it as a way to brainstorm. I, I think that like Arceus makes that a potential tier one deck mm-hmm. like legitimately. And I think we're in a world where you could almost pair Arceus with almost any deck. And it seems really good. The same way that we had formats where you put four Jirachi from Mm -hmm. team up in your deck or you put whatever in your deck and it's, that's just your thing. I think Arceus might just take up those spots in a lot of these stacks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see like how prevalent it becomes because I think your point of like, it's too colorless to attach three basics to any of your Pokemon V in any way that you like. And you can do that turn
1: one. With, with there's new so cards. much strategy too like yeah. there's th- think about like all the choosing like just choosing the correct pokemon like yeah. i could just see the channel fireball article now how to attach those energies which which pokemon do you attach to because a lot of people think that they just like they go all in attach three energies mm. to the pokemon they're gonna attack to that pokemon gets bossed up and it's it's over man um yeah and then even like attaching two energies but in a world where you double turbo energy like it's a discussion on how to attach those energies. Like, seriously, like it sounds so stupid. Like, and people are probably gonna be like, Zach, it's attaching it. it, it's way more in-depth than you think it is. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to a deck like Raichu and where you want to preserve energies on board. Um, you gotta keep those energies safe because that's part of your strategy. So I think Raichu allows you to do that.
0: That's a really that's great strategy out there for the listeners too. Cause I think the really nice thing about Raichu V is they made its attack to lightning. Like, if they made it too lightning colorless, I think that it becomes way less playable because strategically, you can attach one lightning to each, like, to, like, a right V, a Raichu V, and whatever, right? It doesn't matter.
1: Aluminium be on the bench, sure, just so right. that they don't ever bring that one up. Yet. Right,
0: exactly. But then you've, like, um, what is the phrase I'm looking for? You are uh, minimizing your losses from an economic standpoint. Sure. Because that's, I think that's how a lot of players early, like, you know, that are starting out, um, that's how you lose a lot of games is you don't take into account like, hey, it's a risk assessment thing that my opponent is doing. And if they see all the energy go to one thing, it's an easy calculation to be like, ah, yes,
1: I kill the one thing. And then we're good. You gotta, I even... it, you gotta play hard to get when it comes to Pokemon. Right. Make your opponent fight tooth and nail for every single prize card. Do not, do not give it all to them <laughs> on the first date. Okay. Like we're, we're, we're definitely taking a step back here and being like, we're, we're, we're spreading it. We're spreading it thin here. Yeah. It's, we're not making that big target. So I don't know. I think, I guess to answer it, I think that Raichu seems cool. Um, Definitely gives me Blowne's vibes, f1 mm-hmm. GX vibes. Um, I mean, I, it, it's one of those decks that's on my to-do list of uh, cutting out on proxies and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I do think it's good if, that that Blacephalon gx like literally just to give anyone a perspective won me 10,000 plus dollars in tournament play in in a span of like maybe 3 months mm-hmm. um so that's that's pretty good when we put it into pokemon money i think anyone who has their hobby be able to give them like 10k is pretty sick that card winning that amount of tournaments i think that right Ra- right you could probably do very similarly maybe not to the same level of Blacephalon because that was a whole ultra beast package yeah. but um I I think that Raichu seems really good. Having anything that can OHKO anything that is accessible is very good. And we already know Arceus V-Star is good, too. So, like, we don't need to debate that fact. I think that Raichu seems very good.
0: Yeah. And and like you said earlier with the new Choice, essentially Choice Band reprint coming out, the extra 30, like, 5 Energy. All you need, like, Blicephalon GX didn't even have, didn't really have a 5, an easy 5 Energy Oko.
1: And it was only drawing two there was that's a format where it was largely in a two prize card format too. Like it was half two prize card format in Lost Thunder, and then everything else came out in team up, but um yeah. No, Raichu seems really good.
0: So that for me, that's why I'm excited because you are also you're playing a deck that like, hey, I can output the damage of a three prize deck, but do it as a two prize deck, and it's like If you're not going to play this two-prize game with me, I will outpace you
1: in that prize race, most likely. Well, just like a hot tip to anyone who's like, whether you're listening for this set or you want something in the back of your head for when we have our next set in Pokemon, look for cards that are similar to cards that have been successful Mm. in the past. So if we see cards like Double Double Colorless Energy is a world championship winning card. Choice Band is a world championship winning card. Blacephalon GX won multiple regional championships and has seen a lot of success throughout its course came second at worlds. If cards are very similar, there's a good chance that history will repeat itself. Things that have once been might be again, if we have the right circumstances under it. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think, um, I think that's a good way to look at the set where you're like, huh, this Charon's care is really similar to Acerola. Do we think this is playable? The answer is probably right in front of your face. So, when it comes to things like Raichu, of course Raichu is going to see some level of success. It might not be the most successful deck ever, but I think it's one of those things where it has to see success. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, speaking of looking back to the to the past and, and all that, then I think we can go towards what decks do you think are going to get a boost? Like existing decks that you think uh, some of the new cards here either make it viable for you know, the first time in their playability. I yeah. think you mentioned Togekiss, but uh, you know, decks that are already good. that just feels like, Hey, this is just more, more
1: good for something that didn't need it. Um, okay. So like, yeah, Togekiss is probably the first one where we, we've seen a few to- Togekiss builds with like Melanie and stuff to try to build up those two energies, mm. but largely it's attacks been a little bit too low or there wasn't enough cool cards to search out or whatever. Um, I think, that deck's really cool. I, I put up a really weird build on my channel. Uh, I, I have this idea of playing a bunch of different supporters in it, searching out all these situations to kind of put your opponent where you could infinitely heal yourself. And if they don't do anything, that you could eventually run them out of energies or resources. Um, I, 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 I'm I thinking about like a 30-plus player turn game. Um, yeah. In Pokemon games, when there's new VMAX and you're looking at a four or five turn game, maybe if you're lucky, um, I think playing 20 to 30 turns sounds really cool. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to end up working out because it's never seen success before, um, and that's a, like. But we'll see. Maybe maybe double turbo energy is going to be a little bit better for that deck. Um, mad party seems really cool coming back. Um, I know a lot of players like that.
0: So what does mad party? That was I think the um, the toga kiss. The reason it gets is good is, is the you know, double turbo, energy,
1: double turbo, and also
0: Sharon's care. Just yeah, yeah, that's a very good, card. Yeah. very
1: very good card.
0: Yeah, and but for mad party,
1: I didn't immediately see what made mad party okay so we got ultra ball back too that's a card that we probably failed to mention a few times so we have ways to search out our different mad party pokemon and we have ways to discard mad party cards from our hands Mm -hmm. Uh, so discarding cards is very good in pokemon if you if anyone plays magic Yu Gi Oh, anything else discarding cards is really bad in those games Mm -hmm. but pokemon is such crazy draw power that um well, the way that I look at it, Yu-Gi-Oh! has pot of greed and pot of greed's been banned. Or I think it's still banned. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's draw two. That would be a terrible card. We would laugh at it, we would spit on it, we would put it the, we wouldn't even put it in the binder, it'd be thrown in the garbage immediately. Um, that's how bad it is in Pokemon. Um so discarding cards is great. We want to discard our mad party Pokemon. Ultra ball works well. We get Collapse Stadium. Collapse Stadium is very mm-hmm. similar to parallel City um to anyone who's been playing for the past 10 years or so. Um, but you're allowed to have, um, you limit each player to four bench Pokemon. And if you have more than four, you discard first. So you could discard Pokemon like Crobat or Lumineon from play, mm-hmm. to turn your deck back into a single prize card deck. Um, similar to how Mad Party had Giovanni's Exile in, back in the day to discard your Pokemon. Um, we have double turbo energy that allows us to have those extra energies. So when Mad Party was... Uh, tier one-ish deck uh, we had triple acceleration energy double turbo is kind of a better version of that in some ways. Um, and we have Roseanne's backup that allows us to get back our energies. so Roseanne's backup is choose up to four cards or choose up to four of these options which is really cool. I, I'm a huge uh, advocate of choice in Pokemon. so you could shuffle back a Pokemon. you could shuffle back any energy including special energies. A Pokemon tool, which can get us back Choice Belt as well in this deck, and a Stadium card, which can get us back Collapse Stadium. So we have ways to kind of uh, discard our two prize card Pokemon, like Crobat that we don't want on the field, force our opponent to draw more prize cards, make our mad party attack do more damage, get our energies back if we were a little bit, um, if we weren't as resourceful early on in the game. I mean, Stuff sometimes, like or, yeah, yeah, sometimes
0: you have a bad opening hand where you have a research and like three of your energies your special energies you're right, like exactly. oh
1: gosh old mad party world right yeah. so i think i don't want to say like mad party is going to be busted but i do think it's cool that a deck like that can come back um a deck that never really had a chance to shine as well as durant's mm. durant's in this format we had a durant deck from uh i want to say noble victories i could be wrong if anyone you said this is going up on YouTube, right? If anyone yeah. wants to go on comments, let us know when it was um, when, when we had Durant. Dur- good Durant. When the, the, the good Durant come out from the one that won like a few state championships back in geez, I want to say 24. 24- no, not even 2014. It was a while ago. Okay. 2012, 2013 seasons. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> it's one of those things where having some kind of mill deck and format could be really cool. Um, and that works with double turbo. So I think like, the story here is any deck that costs two colorless energies that might not have been good or might've been good before look into those decks. Those decks are really cool. Um, I think any fire deck that was good with welder before now we have magma base and that might make it pretty cool. So send scourge V max might be coming back. Um It's a way to power up V. Uh kind of a spiritual. I'm, I'm not successor spiritual reprints. Or a copycat of the Suicune V deck that's been tearing up the game right now. Um, Charizard V-Star can also work well with Magma Basin. So, like, it's yeah. a cool card. Other returning decks, I mean, or any deck that's still good or gets anything. To, I think Gengar V-Max might be, it, it might be the with time the to shine. With with, with the Arceus, right? Yeah, because people, when they look at Pokemon V, they're like, oh, it's just Pokemon V. No, it's V-Star, V-Max, V-Union, mm-hmm. uh, just regular Pokemon V or whatever else they decide to come out with in the next year. Um, Gengar V might be like just running through these decks because I'm looking at like what an Arceus V Star deck might look like. If you got four Pokemon on the bench, I'm swinging two forty-two energies. Add my two strong energies, two eighty for two is gross.
0: Yeah, that that's very true. That's-
1: and you should beat Mew V Max. Like I think that's really one of the few decks that I think as long as you get set up, uh, which is the same thing for every deck. As yeah. long as you get set up, I think I think you beat Mew V Max. So having an 80% win percentage against Mew Max sounds great. Uh, (laughs) Like, I I think, like, if anyone told you that in this format, you'd be, like, awesome. Um, And then probably doing well against Arceus V-Star and all that stuff, like, I don't know, it seems really good to me. Um, Mew Max gets buffed, unfortunately, for a lot of people. I know a lot of y'all hate that stuff, but Mew Max seems cool um, with double turbo energy, I already brought up, a lot of people are like, do you think Collapse Stadium sucks? In I, I think Collapse Stadium is good. You just pitch a Mew VMAX off the face of the planet. <laughs> yeah. You're still drawing five with uh with Genesect. And then you can get those cards back with Roseanne's backup and just put them back into your deck. And I mean, I'm sure Mew VMAX, we're already used to path. So it is a way to bump path. It is a, like we, we could probably play another Stadium to bump that as well. And we could get that Stadium back with Roseanne's backup as well. Mm-hmm. so i don't know i think that um mu max gained a lot especially choice belt choice belt's gross
0: yeah i yeah i think the the mu max does the choice belt reprint um helps it quite a lot and yeah to your point earlier you were like there's no fusion strike in here and i'm like mu max doesn't need it it's good enough like
1: yeah it definitely, it definitely got a lot we don't need like a genesec v max or genesec no. v star or something coming out right like yeah. i think we're okay um yeah i mean i'm trying to think of any other decks that malamar i I think malamar from chilling rain gets a little bit better okay um, yeah because there's that new Minchino that has a call for family type attack okay Uh, so even looking at like the pokemon that aren't necessarily like a huge buff um there's a lot of little things in there where that's the better Minchino. now we now have a call for family esque chinchino which really plays nicely like there's so many times where i play malamar you go Minchino pass and you're like awesome here, at least, you have an opportunity to search for some other Pokemon and get a little bit more, like, scraping from the deck. Um, mm-hmm. A little bit here and there. So I think that's a really cool way to look at the deck. Um, I'm trying to think about... I think Eternatus VMAX gets better. Uh, that's another one that I want to bring up. So there's that Leopard um, that we get from the Star Deck 100 mm-hmm. portion, which is exactly like Zorak GX's trade. Okay. So you get to pitch a card, draw two, but it's Dark-type, so it works well with Eternal Zone, and I mean... E-Turn's largely been inconsistent, but getting access to Ultra Ball on the set, searching through things. I think V-Unions that we have in general, we have a few promo ones. Pikachu V-Union, Greninja V-Union, Mewtwo V-Union, uh, Zacian yeah. V-Union. They could become better because we never had a way to directly search them. No, I don't really. know if you saw any of the early Tuber content where it was like people who were... uh Oh, we can use familiar bell to search just like okay, like homie, that's yeah. not gonna work. It's, like uh, Professor Burnett is like uh, the only way that we have to discard, like it, it was gross, well, right? Like RCS V
0: Star can do that now. Like you can go RCSV get
1: Star can do mm. that. I mean, uh Quick Ball or Quick Ball can discard some pieces. Mm-hmm. You have Ultra Ball, Ultra Ball that can search them out yeah. as well, because Ultra Ball doesn't see any difference between Pokemon. We have mm-hmm. like that's that's like the core like understanding of the game where it's just like it could search out a Pokemon mm-hmm. and the unions just fell into this category that were just like we couldn't really search them out so um i thought that's pretty cool interesting um and i think that's it's definitely something huge um I'm trying to think about what else I, I think i have a folder of deck ideas some I'm here i'm just gonna <laughs> you
0: i i remember your folders of deck ideas that you're you're a big g <laughs> drive proponent in that respect
1: yeah well it's I switch it over to discord now <laughs> but
0: um um yeah i mean the only other I think the one deck that I don't know if it actually gets any better. Okay. But Rayquaza VMAX. I, I mean, I feel like with Arceus V-Star and the Arceus, uh, you know, of the first attack, right? Maybe it
1: doesn't matter, but I'm thinking a
0: 330 HPB. Sounds
1: cool. I, mean, it's I don't think it sounds bad. I mean, we got to look at it the same way. Raichu might just be better. Yeah, that's you're absolutely right. Raichu may be better. Ray is 20 plus 80, right?
0: I'd have to... Let me look it up real quick. Yeah,
1: I think I need to refresh me on ray i think it's 20 base damage 80 and it's fire and it's lightning and you have to discard the energies off the ray uh
0: yeah 20 plus 80 times and, and i choose 60
1: times off anything off the board and it's from this pokemon yeah yeah, yeah so that's so what i'm saying right v from this set does anywhere off your board but ray is 20 plus 80 like when I was advocating for Ray early on, I think I was one of the few people that got duped into thinking it was really good. Mm-hmm. I, I think I spent the 200 packs online to get the full play set of the alt arts. And mm-hmm. day one, I was trying to show people until I realized that it was only off the Ray. And I was like, oh, this is not Will I was very wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where, right, where I was wrong there, Raichu is just a better version. Because you don't have to evolve it. It only plays one energy type. And I'm, that's not to say that Ray is unplayable. I think Ray could be playable. And the way that you're saying it sounds cool. Um, there's some buffs that you get with Ray, too, right? It's a VMAX. Yeah. So you could use it with Rose. Yeah. Raichu, true. you can't use with Rose. So, like, there is a world where it might be better. I don't see a world where it is better, though, because Raichu, yeah. like, when you have to play other things, like when Pokemon forces you to take, be like, oh, so your 60-card deck is now limited to having evolution Pokemon, ways to search out those evolution Pokemon, mm-hmm. different type of energies. So if you want to do something else with this Pokemon, I think that's really where it gets bad. Yeah. Um, and
0: I also, I mean, I think to your point, like you are only 320 HP. No, you don't have weakness, uh, but like... Ability is Char- cool. Yeah, but like Charizard V-Star... Other cards are going to be able to probably Oko you right, right to V exactly. And you're just going
1: sit- to you with some power tabs yep. and you're just sort of sitting here like this is a lot of commitment just to get Oko'd.
0: And I'm like, no, thank you, I'm going to pass.
1: Another returning deck that I think is really cool is um, the Sable V Gallery Weezing deck that's mm-hmm. been seeing a lot of success in our Fusion Strike format. So the list largely remains untouched, um, but what it does gain it gains the new mana fee. Um, and the Manaphy is similar to a Mew, Mew from um, Unbroken Bonds that has uh, Bench Barrier. So you can stop the spread damage from the Rapid Strike Urshfu VMAX and Jolteon VMAX and stuff like that. And a lot of people are like, but wait, Manaphy, you could just boss that up or you may be able to be quick shooting it off. And I'm like, yeah, you wanna know what, that's true. But considering um, the Sableye deck has Clara and can get it back a few times, I I think that that's really where it's two worst matchups. Where if you look at the limitless uh, data for those matchups, if I'm able to clear that Manaphy back, you're not winning that matchup.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think the Manaphy, we haven't really talked about that too much, but the Manaphy also, it's huge for any decks that require some level of bench setup, especially like, you know, the the one prize weenies essentially on the bench, like the things that are easily snipeable or. You know, it's not going to stop quick shooting Inteleon, but if they're choosing to spend three turns putting pings, like damage counters on your one prizers, it's like, cool, you're spending three turns to take one extra prize. I'll just take all of my prizes. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Uh. Yeah, it'll be... A, 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 I think Eye is definitely an interesting deck because when it came out, it was just like, oh, too dark energy. Oh, it's too much. It's impossible. Oh, yeah. And now, all of a sudden, it's not so bad.
1: But we got Raihan, right? Like, I think it's really one of those decks that it wasn't ever good until it collected enough cards from every single set. And now that we're there, it's just like, oh, now here's how we build it. And um, it's really kind of like the brainchild of like Ross Cawthon. Mm -hmm. So Ross Cawthon, as far as I know, (laughs) does a lot of like Astro kind of stuff, like big brain kind of Pokemon player. There's a lot of people like, I play Pokemon for a living. I sit at home. There's some deck ideas that I cannot think of right? Like, this is the way that I, like, they they thought this over the past by playing it, like, Sunday open for a few weeks and failing here or there and then won a few, and I mean, that really popped the deck off. So, there's definitely some big brain players that I'm really excited to see, like, what they could do with this set.
0: So, uh, just sort of going into, like, the last little section here.
1: Sure. What decks do you see
0: that are going to probably, that are likely to get pushed out of the meta? I think this is a hard one because it's so ever-changing, but, like, if somebody was like sitting here with a bunch of packs ready to buy a deck on PTCGO or straight cash money, hoping that the IRL events are going to fire, are sure. there any decks that they're looking at on Limitless? So are like, maybe, maybe
1: don't buy that one. So I think um, it's tough. And I do want to let everyone know that this is a grain of salt. Oh, and. Yes. Uh, fully have your own uh, opinion on this because I don't ever want to tell someone not to buy yeah. cards when it gets better or worse or anything else yeah. like that. Like everything is the opinions of myself and not of any uh, sponsor, <laughs> employer, anything else <laughs> like that. I don't want a PTCGO store to <laughs> beam me down with lightning because I. You know what I? Th- I I'm very much in the belief of um, when it comes to PTCGO. Right now, I pick up a playset of every single mm-hmm. V VMAX, Max, uh, V Star, whatever, every kind of main ultra rare that comes out in the set and anything that looks interesting. Um, I'm in a position where I can do that. Not every single person is, but it's definitely saved my butt a lot of times when cards get better. So Sable IV, there was a point where it was worth one pack because we all thought it was trash. Now online to this day, I think there were 10 packs each and um, to someone who doesn't have 10 packs, they can't play that deck. But for me, I profited because I have my play sets. Mm-hmm. So that's the way that I've always looked at it. So I think it's worthwhile to have play sets of things whenever possible. Um, but when it comes down to uh, decks, um that fall off, I think uh, Jolteon and Rapid Strike Urshavu take a bit of a step mm. back because Manaphy being reintroduced into the format or a Bench Barrier Pokemon being reintroduced to the format is uh, difficult. I think that's really one of those things where um, they're going to have their own struggles with that. That's not to say that they're completely terrible or anything else like that. I think uh, Bosses Orders, Quick Shooting, Medicham V... Um, using those things are really cool. Uh, so I would, I'd say they take it like Jolteon's largely been the second best deck in format for the past like two months or so. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be the second best deck in format anymore. That's, yeah. that's kind of the way that I'd put it. Yeah. It's probably like a top 10 deck, but it goes down from being the default second best deck in format to maybe a top 10 deck.
0: I think that's fair. Cause you know, it's a, if Pokemon right now is largely, it's a pace problem. And if you have yeah. to take a turn off bosses ordering a one prize or, or whatever, um, it just it inherently puts you in a position of like, I'm now more on the back foot. And that that's a hard thing. Even if you can, yeah, technically you can win those matchups, sure. But, sure. you know, it's hard.
1: It's harder. What's another one? Um, I think uh, Turbo Zashian or Zashian Zamazenta mm-hmm. might take a step back. Like, um, I know I've already covered uh, three fire type decks on my channel. Uh, there's largely not been enough fire-type decks in the formats. Mm-hmm. So I think that something like uh, Magma Basin might make other fire decks really good. So that's probably something that Zosh and V does not want to deal with, and especially a format where we can't necessarily hide weakness. Yeah. Now I know that Josh Sutherland has definitely uh, overcome pretty much anything <laughs> with that deck, and literally played that uh, Luke Metal when the Resent is Scorched in the format. So I'm sure anything I say here is not going to phase them. But um, I do want to throw it out there that I think... Uh, fire type decks might bring that deck from a lower top 10 mm-hmm. deck to maybe just like outside of that range. I think a lot of Arceus decks are going to like completely like go whoop. And then every decks are going to like kind of trickle down. I'm trying to think of like what everything else is. I don't think the metagame changes that much. I think we just become more of a, a bigger sandbox. There's yeah. there's more Pokemon at the playground today.
0: Yeah. That's I mean, all I, think, I think that's uh, largely what I think uh, the last two sets, especially what I've noticed that it just seems like, yeah, there's just more decks, um, in general. Obviously, Mew being that like it's just kind of a step above everybody else right now, but below Mew, there's just kind of a, a pretty wide spread of decks that you could play and do well with if you just get the right matchups, uh, on any given tournament. Yeah. Um, okay, last thing to wrap this one up is you know, it, the buy list. I know everybody's sure. got their own buy lists, and you know, like you were saying, if there's a specific <laughs> card that anyone has their eye on, just go buy it. You know, when sure. when you can, when when it makes sense. But on a broader sense of somebody who's like, okay, I want to get the the main cards that are going to be good, not just for brilliant stars, but for the next you know full a ro- bit, rotation, maybe
1: whatever. And I mean, right. I do want to put out before I say anything about a buy list. I don't really look into expanded that much. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. I think expanded's largely been a format that's been forgotten about mm-hmm. um, because. We look at it where it's the last expanded event that we had was Dallas regionals, uh, 2019. So that was the week after Australia internationals and they shut things off. I think two weeks later when it came to official Pokemon play, mm-hmm. give or take, um,
0: just before Toronto. Big yeah. Sad. So
1: yeah, exactly. I, I was there. I, I remember yeah. not being able to play uh, as I pulled up to the hotel and <laughs> non-refundable and that was great. Uh, Thanks guys. Um, <laughs> whatever, no, no, whatever. I, for the safety of everyone, I'm super happy that that ended up being, in I, I'm very uh, much on that track. Anyways, um, I think Expanded just largely has not been a format since then because we haven't had a Players' Cup or Team Challenge with Expanded cards. Um, Pokemon announced their what we think might be a season if that ends up happening. Um, I think there's a large kind of cloud of a lot of players that think that the world's in a scary enough place where things might get pulled back. No Expanded regionals. Yeah. Um, so we largely haven't had Expanded. like po- Pokemon's going to go from 20... 19 to 2023 without expanded Most it, that's a bit of a time right like yeah. and I think there's a lot of sets and I don't think the ban list has been properly kept up with uh, because we haven't had play right so we haven't had those huge regional successes and I think the last update was supposed to be due about a month ago um, yeah. and it still hasn't been updated as far as I'm concerned so someone should probably look into that if you're from Pokemon and listening to it uh, I think expanded's always been a cool format but I'd, I'd like it to be a little bit touched upon a bit more or Either let go of it or not. I don't don't know how I feel about expanded. It needs to be pruned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My expanded, this this list doesn't really factor in expanded too much, if at all. Um, I think that regardless of anything, there's a Grodal that comes out that searches for grass Pokemon. I think that Mm -hmm. one's pretty cool. Um, I'll just kind of run through them. Uh regardless if I think it's good or not, I think Shaman V Star could be good in the future. And I think you probably pick them up kind of cheap. So if you pick them up cheap, it's cool. Uh same thing with Charizard V and V Star. If it's uh within your budget <laughs> or if you find them cheap, uh, I think it's worthwhile. Charizard V Star seems like the type that's probably gonna come out as a promo, anyways.
0: Maybe. Um, yeah, maybe at some point. Yeah, I could see that.
1: Maybe there's a Moltres that um does 20 damage plus 70 damage. If uh, you have any damage counters on on yourself, uh, so that works out well with uh, Magma Basin. Yeah. Um, I think there's an Infernape that seems like a it, it seems like an Andromahone kind of deck, uh, <laughs> or a little Dark Fury kind of deck that I think might be co- kind of cool. Um, I forget what it does. I think it's like uh, 80 times the amount of energies you rip off the top of your deck or something like that. Yeah. That, uh,
0: yeah. 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 That, that something makes- like
1: that. It's, I, I don't remember entirely, so I think that card might be kind of fun to pick up, or it could be good in the future. Um there's a Rizu, um that does uh, damage based off all the Pokemon tools that you have in play. I think that's kind of cool. Um there's a Dust Noir. Uh Dust Noir has historically been pretty cool. It had an ability that was uh, kind of solid. So I think picking up a couple of those are cool. Same thing with Whimsicott, like the rest of the V Stars, I think are just like if you find them cheap enough, pick them up. I, I don't think it's gonna be expensive. Maybe a dollar for the V, a dollar for the V Star. Yeah. Two bucks ain't gonna cost you a lot. That's cheaper than a slice of pizza or a Starbucks. Um there's a Lucario that's uh, similar to Charizard uh, that we've had in other sets where you can accelerate energies for some damage. I thought that was cool. There is Muck that works well for um, retreat cost-based things, I believe, mm-hmm. where your Pokemon that are poison can't retreat. I don't know. I'm, I might be... Yeah, anyways, it, at the these time... Are, these it, are some deep cuts, set, Right? So it, it's it's interesting. Um what else was there? There's Honchkrow V that allows you to attach up to four Pokemon tools. I don't see yeah. how that card's ever going to be unplayable. It yeah. might be. I'm not sure. Um, Flygon V could get powered up with Ar- Arceus V-Star. to does some decent damage. Uh, Kindler is a great supporter, I think, for Fire-type decks. I think it's unique for Fire-type decks. Um, you have Cynthia's Ambition, which is a decent draw supporter. I think when it comes in general to Pokemon, pick up draw supporters. Pick up any kind of uh, item cards because mm-hmm. cards like that, like... Kramimatic's a card that I didn't even have on my my buy list for Fusion Strike, for example. And it turned out to be literally one of the best cards in the set. Like, hands down, um, it makes me broken. Um, From the start deck cards, I think that uh, these are just like the whatever. But let's go into the must-haves, because I think that's probably what's more worthwhile. Um, I think that the Floatzel, and um, I think is the one that is the control element type cards. Oh, yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah, uh, We didn't really talk about that deck coming out, but um, control elements look like they're coming back in this set, which I think yeah. is a really much needed um, kind of archetype in Pokemon. It allows players to think outside the box. And if players have to focus on multiple different types of decks to beat, whether it's energy denial, whatever, whatever, I think it really increases the skill gap of the game. Yeah. Um Luminion V, great card, similar to Tapu Lele. You can get back your yeah. supporter cards or search them out of your deck, I should say. Uh, Manaphy, Bench Barrier-type Pokemon. Uh, barrel allowing you to uh, drop until you have five cards. So we saw a lot of success with that. Um, if you look towards the end of our uh, Chilling Rain formats, we saw a lot of decks playing. Silvalley so GX to draw cards, Dark Box... We saw mm-hmm. um Pedro Taurus see success with Send a Scorch, um, Alley GX has the same ability as a non-uh GX Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um Arceus V and V Star, I think are a four of each. Um, I talked about Minchino. I think that one's the best Minchino that we have. And there's already quite a few decks that have seen success with it over the past, ever since we saw um Chinchino uh with, with Make Do. Ultra Ball, huge reprints. Yeah. Um Largely one of the best things, um, what else do we have? We have Charon's Care for colorless type Pokemon, uh, bringing them back to your hands. I like the reprint of Research and uh, Boss's Orders if you don't have those already, if you're new to the game. Yeah. Definitely worthwhile pickups at four of each and I'm sure they're probably gonna be pretty cheap too. Um, Roseanne's Backup, being able to get back all those different types of cards is absolutely great collapse stadium we talked about a little bit i think is great magma basin to accelerate double turbo energy amazing mm. um ente and Raikou both being spiritual uh reprints of uh, Suicune v Suicune v is featured in like three of the top 10 decks right now mm. and i don't think uh, having the exact same ability exact same attack is ever going to be bad especially with different types um leopard from the start deck 100 seems great um, because I think being able to trade and draw cards sounds good. And Team Yells Cheer seems really good getting back uh, multiple supporter cards, especially when we're talking about control.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I'll just sort of like end it on like control is something that you should keep an eye on. Um, maybe, maybe Jake and I should also have somebody like a Sander. I don't know. Or somebody come on to talk. Sander about- probably
1: knows way more about that oh, deck yeah. than I like.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. But. It- I- I think you're right. Like, I think control, mill, like alternate wind condition decks, essentially. Um, it's something we haven't really seen much of since Sword and Shield Base. Um, and I agree that, like, right now, the entire format lately has just been this arms race of like consistency and power. If your deck can draw more cards and do more damage, it will be a better deck. But, like, all of a sudden, you get into like some control archetypes and. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe that's really the answer to Mew VMAX, is like the right cards that can say to Mew VMAX. I don't day. know what
1: Mew's going to do against Durant, for example. Like yeah. Mew's, Mew's ripping through their deck. There are 20 cards left, turn one. Uh, that sounds like a real easy matchup for Durant <laughs> if Durant ever gets set up. And yeah. I mean, it's really funny to see Durant beat this tier one, tier zero type deck. So um, obviously I haven't tested that matchup enough, but it's one of those things where off the top top of my head, I think it could definitely be cool.
0: Yeah. Well, Zach, thank you once again for uh, for joining me and going over all the good stuff for Brilliant Stars. Um, just if, if you want to plug any of your channels, uh, I guess now is the the perfect time to do it.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you ever want to catch up with me on any kind of Pokemon content, I do have my YouTube channel Zach Lesage, really easy to remember. Uh, so check me out there for uh, the most. I, I like I like to say the most competitive content available. I really try to focus on that. Uh, when it comes to early deck profiles, I try to cover a little bit of everything, but um, I really like it to get into the nitty gritty. Uh, my Monday top ten decks I think are a staple in the community. If you want to learn a little bit more about Pokemon, so check those out. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, the ads right below here at Zach PTCG. Um, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. I know where to point when it comes yeah. to these things. But, uh, I also run uh, tournaments on the Play Limitless platform. So I currently run the largest Pokemon tournaments in the game, the late night series on Mondays. Mm -hmm. So I think it's uh, worthwhile to check out there too if you want to get into the game. If you ever ever have any questions, you can DM me on uh, Twitter, Discord, hit me up on YouTube, I get back to every single person. Yep.
0: And if you're listening to this, you know, a few weeks in the future after Brilliant Stars has come out, you can listen to this and then you can go look at Zach's tournaments on Limitless to actually see (laughs) What Arceus Arceus version decks are are controlling the format? For sure. All right. Well, um, yeah, I guess we'll uh, sign off now. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the podcast that evolves around the evolving meta. And we will uh, see you next week. Jake should be back.